Greetings and salutations, everybody. Welcome to the best damn related show on the planet at the John Cam Show, coming to you from right here on my YouTube channel, brought to you in part by our friends at Mint Mobile on this fine end of the week Friday afternoon. I am, of course, John Campia, and it is an awesome honor and privilege, as it is every day, to have you, our international friends, gather around as we talk about our favorite things in the world, movies and movie news, TV and streaming, and all sorts of good things. I kid you not, I can't make this up. Rob coughed and threw out his back. And not in a turn-your-head kind of way. And not in the a fun turn-your-head kind of way. genuine cough. Genuine cough and threw out his back. So, um, yeah, he's taking a little bit easy today. You might see him back a little bit later today. Actually, he's going to try to come in for Mario Party later. Oh, yay! So maybe you'll see him a little bit later today. But thankfully, we are rescued and saved by, of course, joining us is Chris Carr. Sitting over there is Ray Ora, who's trying. Whose camera's oh, off. Whose oh, camera no, no, no. was never camera turned on. There, on. Sitting right beside him is uh, Jonathan Voico. Over beside Jonathan is Taylor Gonzalez. And most importantly, you guys are here joining us today. And here's how today's show is going to go. We're going to break it down into two parts. In the first half of the show, we're going to talk about some predetermined topics. Then in the second half of the show, we're going to do this on Fridays now. We're going to take super chats from you guys. Now, we've kind of changed things around here a little bit where now in the second half of the show, we only take live comments and questions from our channel members. But we figured on Fridays, being the end of the week that it is, we will open it up to everybody and take in super chats. So that's what we're going to do in the second half of today's show. So uh, a little bit of a reminder that a little bit later today, again, at 2.30, 2.30 Los Angeles time, uh, the gang of us here, including a special appearance by my wife, Ann Campia, is going to be in studio here. We're going to be playing some Mario Party a little bit later today. Hopefully, you guys will come by and have some fun with us as we do. All right. With all that down, guys, let's get into it, shall we? And we're going to start things off here today with our Mint Mobile hotline question of the day. If you guys have a question for the show and would love to hear your voice on the show, just go ahead and call our hotline number anytime. Anytime Jonathan wants to bring up that screen would be just Andy. Nope, yeah, no, that's not it at all. Show. That's <laughs> not the screen at all. Nope. No, no. That's that. It's Friday, ladies and gentlemen. Do we have the graphic? Yeah, but I hit the... My, my thumb bumped the thing because I had it ready to go there. Sorry about that. There it is. Our hotline is night. It's Friday, everybody. 951-268-4259. Send it on in, and maybe you'll hear your question on the show. And now, well, everybody's with high anticipation. Let's get to today's hotline question, which is asking about the upcoming Captain America. Hi, John. This is Anthony. I'm a big fan of the show. I saw the editorial video you made about Black Panther Wakanda Forever and why it got the results that it got. I was wondering if you think that we should expect a similar result for Captain America New World Order, given that it's another situation of the main star and character leaving the franchise and the side character taking over. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Thanks. All right. Thanks a lot for sending that in, Anthony. And yeah, so for those of you who don't know what Anthony's uh, talking about, I made an editorial video just before Christmas, or before we took the Christmas break. Uh, asking the question was, is Black Panther Wakanda Forever a flop? Because that's the narrative that some people have been spreading around. And I kind of broke down why it really isn't by any definition. Uh, the only people who might call a flop are people who say it's because it didn't meet their expectations. But I propose, and I think I proved fairly definitively, the problem was we set dumb expectations. The movie was actually did quite well. But in that video, one of the things that I point out was that while there's not a lot of examples in Hollywood history of a sequel or follow-up film in a franchise removing both the main actor 
and the main character. We've seen the main actor taken out sometimes, but then recast. That's different. But very few examples of when a sequel or follow-up film removes the main actor and the main character out. There were only a couple examples, and, I, and we showed in that video that every time Hollywood's tried to do that, the box office has dropped by 30, 40, or 50% every time. Every time. No exceptions. That's what happens. And of course, with Black Panther, you had a situation where, through nobody's fault, we did not have Chadwick Boseman, and they made the decision to take out the main character. You literally had Black Panther without Black Panther. Yeah. So it was idiotic to have any expectations. Because, And I, I played a video clip of us from a year ago where I said, guys, no, Black Panther 2 is not going to make a billion dollars. You can't take out the main actor and the main character and expect it to have the same results. If you did have those expectations, then the problem was you and, and us. The problem wasn't the movie. I think this movie making over $820 million, despite the fact that it lost its main actor and its main character, uh, it is pretty impressive. And, and I followed up by saying... Iron Man 3 made $1.2 billion at the box office. You think it would have made $1.2 billion at the box office if Robert Downey Jr. wasn't in it and Tony Stark, the character, wasn't in it? If Hap Hogan was the new Iron Man? I mean, I would watch that. I mean, yes, okay, yes. Granted, <laughs> I, I would watch that. But do you think it would have made $1.2 billion? No chance in hell, to quote Vincent McMahon. No chance in hell. Okay, so Anthony raises an interesting question. We are heading into a somewhat similar situation with the new Captain America New World Order, which, of course, is not going to have Chris Evans, as far as we know, yeah. nor the character of Steve Rogers, as far as we know. You're instead going to be given a new actor taking over the lead, in Anthony Mackie, who is terrific, by the way. As far as we know. As far as we know. <laughs> playing Sam Wilson, as far as we know, as the new Captain America, right? So, theoretically speaking, given the track record, can we expect that this new Captain America movie will struggle? Can it break even? Can it, can it make the kind of money that Captain America, you know, Winter Soldier, or Captain America Civil War did? That sort of thing. Or will it take a dip in the box office? There's a couple of uh, points here that are different, though, than the Black Panther situation. Number one, they had, with this new Captain America, a transitional product. In the sense of, we had Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So we actually had a piece of content that prior to the new Captain America movie, set up a transition of this new character. Well, Sam's not a new character, but this new individual taking over the moniker transitions into that. And then we never got that with Black Panther, right? It was Chadwick Boseman was there and then Chadwick Boseman was gone. Whereas with the Captain America situation, we have at the end of Endgame, old man Steve saying, oh, the shield's yours, you know, and, and handing the, the shield over. And then we had Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So we have some transitional stuff. And that's something that things like, you know, uh, Born Legacy never had. That's something that uh, Wakanda Forever never had. So I, I think that makes it a little bit of a different situation. It also presents a little bit of a drawback in the sense that people are now used to watching 
Falcon on TV. We just had a free series on Disney Plus that now we go to the movie theaters to watch them. I don't know. I'm going to say this. I do think, depending on what the budget is, I think Captain America, um, New World Order, will struggle to hit the numbers that say Wakanda Forever did, you know, at $820 million. I think it'll struggle to do that because of a couple of factors. One, people are kind of accustomed now to seeing Sam on TV. It's He's, he's kind of defined as a Disney uh, Plus character at this point. The second thing is, you know, just certain characters are more popular than other characters, right? If you try to do, um, I don't know, like Ant-Man. I love Ant-Man. I love Scott Lang. I love Paul Rudd playing that character. But as much as I love Ant-Man and Paul Rudd playing that character, Ant-Man, Paul Rudd, Scott Lang is not as popular as Robert Downey Jr. and Tony Stark. Just not. So if you suddenly switched, even if you had transitional content, for Scott Lang becoming the new Iron Man, then I think you're going to see a dip. I think you're going to see a dip. I love Jeremy Renner. Get well soon, Jeremy. And I like the Hawkeye character a lot. But Jeremy Renner's Hawkeye is not as popular as, say, T'Challa and Black Panther. So if suddenly you had a, a team called the miraculous miraculous and it was led by t'challa and then all of a sudden you had it without t'challa and and hawkeye was leading it i think you would see that next installment dip while i think sam is a terrific character in the mcu is sam as popular as steve rogers i don't i don't think he is in as much that i don't think scott is as popular as as tony that i don't think hawkeye is as popular as black panther that i i don't think sam's as popular as steve rogers so now that's not to say that if they stick with it and do a captain america 5 and, and captain america 6 with sam that we couldn't see the franchise then gain its own traction and start to skyrocket it absolutely can but i think right out of the gate it's going to be a little bit of a struggle. So I think expectations need to be realistic. Anyway, Chris, you know, we've talked about the Black Panther situation. Do you think there could be a little bit of a, a struggle for the adjustment period of us getting a new Captain America with Sam Wilson on the big screen? Sure. I mean, to your point, you know, we had time with Steve and we all love Steve. We love who he is. And what a wonderful adaptation from comic to screen with Chris Evans having that role. But that being said... You've got this amazing actor here, Anthony Mackie, a Juilliard graduate who is an actor's actor. If you give him some really great storylines, some really, really great scripts, he can do so much with it. He's an incredible, incredible performer. I kind of liken it to Doctor Who. You know, we always kind of get hung up on who the new Doctor is. And those first few episodes were like, this isn't right. I like the old one. This is bullshit. I hate this one. And by the time they have to do their own whole like regeneration, we miss them and we want them to stick around. Usually, not always. It's not always the case. But for the most part, we're usually really into whoever takes on the mantle. We just need time. We don't like change. Comic book fans in particular, we do not like Online change. Online fans yeah. do not like change. They do not yeah. like change. And so we just got to give it a little bit of breathing room and a little bit of grace because I do think that this is a character who has so much potential. Just got to give it time, but I do agree we're going to see a little dip here. One other factor that I forgot to mention is that not only have people now see, seen Sam as a, as a Disney Plus character, mm -hmm. but he has been seen as, up until this point, he has, he has been a sidekick character. 
So are, it's going to, like you said, it's going to take time. Are they going to have that? And are fans going to give it the time to really let this character evolve from that position into a new position, right? Well, at least for me, like the Steve Rogers story is just fascinating in itself because he's not supposed to have those that strength, right? He's supposed to be some scrawny kid with a lot of heart, right? Right. And that's something, just watching him go through what he's ex experiencing, uh, you know, it's, 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 it keeps me watching that character. But with Sam Wilson, I don't think we, I've gotten enough of his backstory where I can attach myself to, you know, to this Captain America, the, the new Captain America. Like we have another movie coming out that may not have, be as, or will uh, have the secondary character lead it right uh with uh armor wars without tony stark without well, armor a wars yeah. isn't isn't iron man 4 though it's it's oh, iron yeah. wars well, right? it's right. not the same franchise but see i i would be i'm excited for that movie just because it has i the, am too actually it, it has the the uh, the armor you know the iron man armor the like the robot stuff it's really cool but this one is i don't know we'll all see. right guys question is for you what do you think? I mean, given the, the the past trends and that we've seen and the patterns that we've seen with stuff like this, do you think Captain America New World Order will struggle to break even when it ultimately does come out? There are a few factors working against it. There are a few factors working for it. Maybe long term, it can actually, if Marvel has the patience with it, it can become its own standalone kind of successful franchise. How do you guys see it playing out right now? Jump down into the comment section below and let us know your thoughts. All right, guys, with that down, let's get into our main topics here today, shall we? And how do we select our main topics here in the John Campy Show? Well, that's easy. That's where you guys come in because we rely on you guys to come up with our main topics. See, whenever you come across a big topic issue or story that you guys feel we need to cover as a main topic on the show, just go anytime, 24-7, over to www.thejohncampiashow.com slash contact. Once you guys get there, you'll see a form. Fill it out with your topic or question. It's absolutely free. Hit submit, and then maybe, just maybe, you might see your submission featured as a main topic here on the John Campia Show. With that down, Chris, what is our first main topic today? Our first topic comes from Jack. Hey, John and crew, I just watched the new trailer for Poker Face, a Peacock original starring Natasha Lyonne and a host of great co-stars. I really enjoyed it. The show seems really fun, and the fact that it's created by Ryan Johnson is really appealing to me as well. He seems to be on a roll. Have you seen the trailer and what are your thoughts? Thanks. All right. Thanks a lot for sending that in. And look, I've been, look, tremendously curious about this show simply because it's Ryan Johnson. Like Ryan Johnson, I understand there's some controversy surrounding him because of the one Star Wars movie. Who the hell cares? Ryan Johnson is a fantastic filmmaker. And mm. I love Knives Out and I love glass onion and i love a lot of his work previous to the star wars stuff as well he's a terrific filmmaker the fact that he's done this series has made me very curious but i've known nothing about it i've honestly known nothing about it. i didn't know if it was going to be a lady gaga biopic i had <laughs> i had no idea what this thing was going to be about so the first trailer drops and i loved it i love the concept of the show I love the fact that they're taking an anthology approach to the show. Um, everything about it looks really great to me. This comes to us, by the way, from the folks over at Variety who wrote the following. They said, hot off his Netflix murder mystery hit Glass Onion and Knives Out Mystery. Ryan Johnson is bringing a fresh set of puzzles to Peacock with Poker Face, starring Natasha Leone from Russian Doll and Orange is New Black, and streaming on January 26th. The series includes... 10 self-contained mysteries, one for each hour-long episode, 
as viewers follow Charlie Kale, Leon, as she hits the road and solves strange crimes. Guest stars include, listen to this, Adrian Brody, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Chloe Sylvani, I never know how to pronounce her last name, Tim Meadows, Benjamin Bratt, uh, Hong Chow, Ron Perlman, Stephanie Hsu, uh, Lil Rel Howery, and Louise Guzman. And that, again, comes to us from Variety. So the, for those of you who hadn't seen the trailer yet, the basic idea is that this lady basically has a superpower, although it's not a superpower per se. She can instantly know without fail when somebody is lying. That's it. Her single ability is she just has this innate ability to know when somebody is lying. That doesn't sound all that interesting, but the way they phrased it and put it together in this package of a trailer looked incredible to me. I am very excited about watching this now. Uh, and Peacock needs a couple of big win sort of things on yeah. their network. And this could be one of those. It looks great to me. Anyway, Chris, you had a chance to see the trailer for this. What did you think? Oh, this looks amazing. I love Natasha Leon. I've loved her ever since, you know, back in, but I'm a cheerleader. Like, I think she is just phenomenal. I totally didn't realize oh, she was in that. Yeah. I did not know that she's was her. She's so good in it. Um, she's wonderful in Russian Doll. Obviously was incredible on Orange is the New Black as well. And this this cast is so stacked, too, to have Joseph Gordon-Levitt be back, working with Ryan Johnson, who, of course, they did Brick together, which was my yep. first introduction to him as a filmmaker. I think this looks so cool. And I love Ryan Johnson's fascination with ticks about lying. Because we've got this kind of built-in lie detector here in Knives Out. Obviously, we had the puking thing. Right. Like, I really, really enjoyed that as just a really simple trope of just getting down to the truth of just some people inherently cannot lie or some people inherently cannot not detect those things. I think that's a really cool thing that he likes to dive into. This looks really fun. And let's not forget too, Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Ryan Johnson also work together again in Looper. That's true. Which they were, oh, I love Looper. Criminally that's really underrated. That's a really, not enough people talk about that yeah. film these days. Anyway, guys, question is for you. Have you had the chance to see the trailer for Poker Face? If so, what did you think? Are you looking forward to it? Maybe you watched the trailer and didn't do it for you. Whatever you guys think, jump down to the comment section below and let us know your thoughts. All right, guys, with that down, let's move on to main topic number two, shall we? Chris, what is our second main topic today? This comes from Val D. You mentioned on today's show, or yesterday's show, that you'd be seeing Megan. A couple of friends and I got to see a special screening of it at the Regal last week, and we freaking loved it. One of the best horror movies I've seen in a long time. Hoping you could share your review with us. Thanks. All right, thanks a lot for sending that in, Val. And yeah, last night, Ann and I went out to go see Megan. Now, uh, just to give the background on this again, they showed us our, our first preview for Megan all the way back at CinemaCon back in April. And I'll be honest with you, it didn't impress me. It, it, it didn't. And then they started putting out the trailers and the trailers looked better than the, than the previews did at CinemaCon. And then, you know, our own Taylor Gonzalez went to go see it and he really liked it. And then all of a sudden we started seeing these ratings coming out. You can look up the Rotten Tomatoes rating for, for that right now and see where it's at right now. It, it had fallen... The, the critic rating, the Rotten Tomato critic rating for Megan had fallen all the way down to 95. It might it might have gone down 94, 93. It's at 95 it? still. Oh, it's still 95. There you go. The critic rating is still at 95% for Megan. So I go in to watch it. And the first impression that I had when I walked out of the theater is, and this is going to sound like a weird comparison, Pixar. See, when Pixar generally set out to make a movie. They do not set out to make a good animated movie. 
nor do they set out to make a good family movie, nor do they set out to set to make a good kid movie. Pixar's philosophy is to start off is make a good movie, period. And as I walked out of Megan, I thought, put horror aside, put that aside. This was a good movie. I mean, it starts in a heartbreaking way. There's actually underlying, without hitting you over the head with it, subtle messages and observations about modern ways we approach children and kids and, and parenting and all that kind of stuff. There's actually very strong, but done in a subtle way, messages about that. And, you know, ultimately, it's a story about a woman and her niece creating their own bond. That's ultimately what this is about. Take all the horror out. And by itself, it's a good movie. I don't know how it is as a horror movie per se. I'll be honest with you guys. I actually even struggle to refer to it as a horror movie because I don't find a lot of horror in it per se. There's some scares and some creepy stuff, but I don't know. You're saying there's not a lot of blood. It, it, there's not a lot of blood. It's, it's also, I would almost classify it more as a thriller in okay. some ways, a little bit of a sci-fi thriller sort of thing. But by the way, the performances in it are great. The little girl who, by the way, the, the little girl who stars in this movie also is in, uh, Aaron mentioned it the other day, but she starred a year ago in a short film that got some attention and won some awards that Aaron's husband, Tom Degnan is in, stars in as her father. Oh. Yeah, that's her. Very cool. And she was terrific in it. Um, uh, who'd I say is also in it? Um, Allison Williams. Ronnie Chang. Well, Ronnie Chang. Oh. And Allison Williams. Allison Williams, obviously leading it. And, and Ronnie Chang, I had no idea Ronnie Chang was in this thing. I love Ronnie Chang. Um, it, it, but it's fun. I mean, that's, that's the thing. A lot of horror movies, you got to have some fun in there, right? There's some great moments of fun. The audience, which I'm not going to say it was a packed house, but that theater, I expected there to be 20 people in the theater when I went in last night. And it was like three quarters full. And that audience I saw Megan with last night was having a good time. Like at one point, Megan starts singing a song. I won't say what song. And the audience just started roaring, like just absolutely started roaring. And there, I mean, obviously we've all seen the dance thing going viral and, and whatever. And that was fun and funny. It's like too. Megan had a walk of shame. <laughs> and it oh, no. like Megan had a walk of shame. She's not that kind of dog. Um, <laughs> Well, I'm not Wally? spoiling. You didn't see the movie, Chris. You <laughs> oh don't know. Um, but what a twist! And then you legitimately do feel moments of dread. There are definitely legit moments of dread. It's creative. It's fun. It's got the scares and the dread in there. And at the heart of it, it's just a good story. I really enjoyed this movie. It's not going to end up in my top ten of the year list when we get to the end of 2023. But this is a really fun night out at the movies. And uh, if you're looking for something to watch, waiting for Ant-Man and Quantumania to come out, Megan is a good bet. Megan's one. But anyway, you just saw it, Taylor. Mm -hmm. Like, what did you, what were your World general premiere. impressions of it? I thought it was so fun. And I'm so proud of you, Megan. I am so proud. I feel like a proud papa. Uh, <laughs> last night, this comes to us from Variety. It carved out 2.75 million in previews on a Thursday night, which is great, especially for such a small movie. This, this, I believe the budget was $12 million. $12 million. So I'm just so proud of her and I can't wait for everyone to meet her. And I think, Chris, I know, I know you're not into the, the horror, but it's, but it's not gory. It's not bloody. I can deal with that. I think you can handle it. And I, I think it's you'd fun. have so yeah. much fun. And it's a fun okay. movie. That yeah. picture also of her that Jonathan just had up with her hair all fucked up. That's what I looked like on New Year's Day. <laughs> That's what I mean. But but in, and in all, remember this, guys. This was a. This is what Blumhouse excels at. 
It's they made this movie for twelve million dollars. Twelve million dollars. I mean, that's crazy. Anyway, guys, question is for you. Did you have a chance to see Megan yet? If so, what did you think? If not, have you been planning on seeing it? What have your expectations been? Whatever you guys think, jump down into the comment section below and leave your thoughts there. All right, guys. With that down, let's move on to main topic number three, shall we? Chris, what is our third main topic today? This one comes from Pinchy. Hi, John and crew. James Gunn tweeted that he has a eight to 10 year slate ready for his new DCU and will announce it sometime this month. My question is, when, where do you think James will announce this? Thanks and bring on the filthy. All right, thanks a lot for sending that in, man. And yeah, listen, we've known for a long time that of course, James Gunn, Peter Stafford, we've been hearing the eight, nine, 10 year roadmap plan, plan that James Gunn and Peter Safran have been putting together. And they said, they hinted late last year that we would be getting some actual details come the beginning of the year. And that's where we're at right now. We're in the beginning of the year. So are we actually going to start getting some details? And by details, I don't mean things they're not going to do because we've been getting some idea about the things they're not going to do. For example, they're they're not going to be doing the existing Superman that we've had. Still breaks my heart, but I understand why, and I appreciate that bigger picture. I get it. Um, and all that kind of stuff. But when and where? Well, apparently James Gunn has just let us all know that we are about to this month, in the next couple of weeks, we are going to get the first piece of the picture about what the actual DC roadmap is. Now, this came to us in a tweet from James Gunn where, you know, a, a user wrote to James Gunn asking, can you discuss at all the report from Variety in regards to Ezra Miller, uh, the notion that that your slate is only three years worth of projects? To which James Gunn responds, I don't know what's out there about Ezra, but our slate is eight to 10 years. And he says, but we will only be announcing some of it this month. This month. Let me touch on the Ezra thing for a second. Mm -hmm. I have been telling you guys for six months to a year, they're not going to say anything about Ezra at this point. They are not, they are going to wait until after the Flash movie comes out before they confirm that Ezra is not going to be Flash anymore. Pay no attention to that report that went out yesterday. It's meaningless, but it will not be. They're not going to come out and make an issue out of it and say, Ezra's done now before the Ezra Miller movie comes out. Yeah. They're going to wait till that passes, then they'll make those announcements. So that's why. James Gunn is being mum on that, but says we are going to announce part of it this month. All right. So we've got this DC slate announcement coming. It could be any day. It could be later today. For all I know, James Gunn is on Twitter as we speak tweeting out, but it's going to be sometime in the next couple of weeks, maybe in the next couple of days, maybe in the next couple of hours that we're going to get our first announcement about what is coming in the upcoming DC slate. So it begs the question, what should we expect? And so, Chris, before I go over to you and get your kind of, you know, put on the uh, the old wizard hat and try mm -hmm. to look into the future into mm -hmm. your crystal ball, uh, I'm going to tell you what I think we can expect. The first one is the most obvious one. This is the one that I think everybody would agree on. Part of this first announcement is going to be Superman. You know, we've already had the news break that James Gunn has written, probably not writing, probably written a new Superman script. They have their new iteration of Superman. They're going to be making some announcements, I think, Superman. I think, and, and in a little bit of a broader sense, when we get this announcement of the DC lineup, what I think we are going to see is that they are laying the foundation 
of what this new DC universe will be on uh, uh, in the movie theaters. And I think it's going to build on the foundation of the traditional DC. And what I mean by building on the foundation of the traditional DC, I mean Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman. Now, I know there have been reports out there that saying that Wonder Woman isn't part of their plans. I don't believe that for a second, and James Gunn already kind of shot that down. Now, listen, you may say, but John, James Gunn is the guy who does the wacky choices. James Gunn's the guy who does Polka Dot Man and Peacemaker, of all things. I mean, he's that guy. I, I understand. He is. But James Gunn is the guy who did Guardians of the Galaxy and Rocket Raccoon and Polka Dot Man in already foundationed and built cinematic universes. And when you have your foundations laid and you're already got your your the main base of your construct put together, that's when you can start pulling in some of the more wacky choices. And I think what we are going to see, and we're going to hear it in that initial announcement, I think that foundation is going to be laid with the traditional DC. Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, maybe throw in there one or two others as well. Green Lantern is definitely certainly considered kind of part of a core DC character yeah. now. But which one? But yeah, but which Green Lantern? Indeed, there's a lot of them they can go with. Would it be wild if they went kind of like a little bit out there and did like a Guy Gardner? That'd be fun. Just straight out the gate, they go Kilowog. Because like, what like, we're going to do? Because I think everybody <laughs> thinks it's either going to be John Stewart or it's going to be uh, the Hal one Jordan? Hal, or Hal Jordan. Yeah. Right. Those everybody's assuming that. But what if they went a little bit outside? Maybe a Kyle Rayner. Yeah. Maybe, oh. you know, mm -hmm. uh, stuff like that, but whatever. So you can include a cyborg, a Wonder Woman, maybe an Aquaman to be yeah. a part of that as well. Um, but I think it's going to be number one is going to be Superman. I think that's I think that's what they're going to come out with. James Gunn has already kind of uh, suggested online that Superman and Batman are kind of kind of be very, very pivotal to the entire thing moving forward. And and you need to be. And I get it. There are going to be some people, and I understand this, and going, oh, Superman again, Batman again. There's a reason why they're Superman and Batman. There, nobody is stupid enough to argue that these are the two most popular and valuable DC IPs yeah. there are, right? No one's going to argue that. So to not do it would be like if you're an 80s Chicago Bulls and say, you know what? We're not going to play Michael Jordan today. Everybody's, we see Michael Jordan every game. Why put Mike? Because he's the foundation. He's yeah. the cornerstone. That's why. So yeah, I think we're going to see some very traditional announcements here with this coming out in the next couple of days or weeks. Anyway, Chris, we see James Gunn saying, we're going to start to reveal the eight to 10 year plan this month. The announcement's coming. What are you expecting? What should people expect to hear? I think like we were saying, we're laying the foundation first. If you go see a concert, you expect to get some greatest hits as well as the B-sides, right? Right. And we know James Gunn delivers on B-sides. Look at all of Guardians, look at Polka Dot Man, all of that. But you have to have those pillars in place. If you look even to the animated world of DC, you know, we had Justice League and then we went to Justice League Unlimited where we introduced so many more of the pantheon of heroes that we had. And a lot of people didn't know about, you know, the question maybe, or some of these other folks, Tigress or, uh, you know, Huntress, those kinds of characters, they didn't know about them. And then they got to experience them through that after we had our core founding members of the Justice League. So I think that's what you got to look for is you have that. And then by having those kind of like tentpole characters, you can introduce the wackier, zanier folks. You know, I know people were joking on Weekly Hero, but someone was like, oh, what if they led with Plastic Man? This is a world in which we will get a Plastic Man movie or show. I am so sure of it. 
And if it is not done with Gail Simone's blessing and preferably with Ben Schwartz, I will be heartbroken. <laughs> but, you know, I think we can expect to have a lot of the wackiness thrown in later. We're probably going to see Lobo down the line because of how Jason Momoa seems so hyped about this transition right. and is already, you know, posturing for that role. So we know we are going to see some really, really fun, cool, bizarre and bizarro kind of characters, but we have to have the tentpole characters go up first so that your average movie going audience is also excited about this. And then us comic book fans can get excited about these characters being done well and being given the justice they deserve. Because I think we can all agree, DC has some of, if not the best IP, and it has not been executed well at all. It deserves a much better cinematic universe. It's rogues gallery alone, far, far superior than Marvel's in most cases. Mm. So I think you can do something really, really cool. And you've got really big comic book fans behind this. So just let that foundation settle and then we can get to the weird stuff. You know, it's I'm so glad you brought up Plastic Man. I love him. Because when people think of Plastic Man, they just think of a of a silly, they may maybe think the way the way elongated man was portrayed in CW's Flash. So yeah. this silly, and certainly not the look, Jim Carrey born to play anything. Jim Carrey was probably born to play Plastic Man, but they just think of that nature of him, right? But I want to point something out about Plastic Man and why he's such a cool character. What was the name? I keep forgetting. So the maybe the most important graphic novel of all time, The Dark Knight Returns. What was the sequel called again? Uh, he did he did a, the follow up, and it takes place a couple. I can't remember the guys in the live chat. What was the name of the sequel Is to it the, the Dark, Dark Knight Strikes Again? The Dark Knight was that the name? I can't remember. I think maybe it was The Dark Knight Strikes Again. But in that one, yeah. they go. I remember they pull everybody together. And Batman pulls a bunch of people together and Plastic Man is being held in this government facility and they go to release Plastic Man. And there's this one moment in there where Batman, Batman's thoughts are being portrayed on the page, right? He goes, how, how much is his mind still there? Because apparently Plastic Man had been in this cap captive energy thing for a long, long time. How much of his mind still there? Does he still have his faculties? Because the reality is, Batman says this, one of the greatest line ever. Remember, he had Flash there with him. He was there. He had a bunch of other... And Batman says this, in worrying about how they're about to release Plastic Man, Batman has his thought bubble that says, because he could kill us all easily. So while we all think of Plastic Man as this fun, blah, 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 He's very powerful. His powers are terrifying He's when you think about it. terrifyingly powerful. Yeah. So, I mean, that is something I could totally see James Gunn at getting out. Again, not a foundational thing. Yeah, like, I don't think it's coming we'll in the announcement. We'll get to that. We'll get to Etrigan. We'll get to the Dark Justice Society or just Dark Justice League. We'll have all those things. But for now, you're going to see your, your typical heroes, but done properly. Guys, question is for you. James Gunn has said we are going to get the first parts of this new DC roadmap announcement coming this month. That could be tomorrow. That could be today. That could be a week from now, whatever. But it's coming this month. What sorts of things are you expecting to hear him, to hear coming out of his mouth there? I, I think what we can expect is the foundational characters. So does Chris. What do you think? Whatever you guys think, jump down into the comment section below and let us know your thoughts. All right, guys. With that all down now, we're going to spend the rest of our day today taking your live comments and questions. If you've got a live comment or question for us, go ahead and use the Super Chat feature. It is open right now. It is almost full, so we're going to be turning it off here pretty soon. So if you've got a comment, question, thought, or observation, go ahead and fire that in now. Now, before we get to those questions, though, we're going to take just a quick second and thank the sponsors of today's video, our friends at HelloFresh and Ryan Reynolds' own Mint Mobile. 
Guys, we want to take a second to thank a sponsor of this video, HelloFresh. Guys, you know, me and my wife, Ann, are both working professionals, and so sometimes coordinating dinner time can be a real pain. But with HelloFresh, it makes dinner time fun, easy, and nutritious. With HelloFresh, you get farm-fresh, pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip those trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. And that's why HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. Now guys, we've all got New Year's resolutions and New Year's goals, and HelloFresh is here to help you achieve them. Skip the grocery store and take control of your time and budget with delicious recipes delivered right to your door. With HelloFresh, you get fast and fresh recipes. HelloFresh's latest line of meals featuring robust flavors and filling portions are ready in less than 15 minutes. Enjoy taste and quality done quick with recipes like falafel power bowls, seared steak and potatoes with Bernays sauce, or Southwest pork and bean burritos. So guys, Guys, go to HelloFresh.com slash Campia21 and use the promo code Campia21 for 21 free meals plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash Campia21 and use the promo code Campia21. Guys, we want to thank a sponsor of this video, Mint Mobile. This holiday season, the best deal in wireless can only be found at Mint Mobile. Right now, when you switch to Mint Mobile and buy any three-month plan, you get another three months for free. Mint Mobile lets you order and activate from home with eSIM while saving tons on phone plans starting at just $15 a month. You guys know I've been using Mint Mobile long before this holiday deal and I have to say it is the perfect time to switch. I have absolutely loved using Mint Mobile and like I've told you guys many times, I am now spending less than one third of what I used to spend under one of the other major mobile carriers. And now with the whole buy three months, get three months free deal, it's even better. All of their plans come with unlimited talk and text, plus high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and switch easily and effortlessly with eSIM. Or if you need a new device, for a limited time, get six months of free service when you buy a select device and plan. So guys, for a limited time, buy any three-month Mint Mobile plan and get three more months for free by going to mintmobile.com campia. That's Mint Mobile mintmobile.com slash campia. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash campia. And thank you to our friends at HelloFresh and of course our friends at Mint Mobile for sponsoring this episode of the John Campia Show. All right, guys, with that down, let's get over and take your live questions, shall we? Again, like I said, on Fridays, we're going to take Super Chats. That's what we're going to do right now. So, Chris, what do we got up here first? From Aaron Strelinski, John, were you on an episode of Kitchen Nightmares? Yes, three times a year as their episode cycle goes around and it hits three times a year, mm -hmm. I get a lot of messages from people saying, was that you and Ann on Kitchen Nightmares? <laughs> yes, we were on Kitchen Nightmares. I uh, had a chance to, that was the first time, chance I had to meet Gordon Ramsay, and it was for this uh, Italian restaurant run by these brothers in uh, Glendale, California, oh. and it was fabulous. Had a great time, but yes, that was us. Did they turn it around? Did that restaurant get better? Well, I know we were there for the after, because mm -hmm. you know they do the before service, yeah. and then the we were there for the after, and the food was spectacular. Okay, good. I don't know if the restaurant's still there, but it was fantastic. Good. All right, what's next? From CJ Rebirth, another movie moment that got me feeling emotional was the end of A Star is Born when they cut to Bradley Cooper singing, playing Never Love Again. I'll tell you what. Well done. That is generally not my kind of movie. That movie hit me in the feels. Oh, yeah. It really did. It's, it's a beautiful movie. It's tragic. You know, I don't know what got me on this kick the other day, but I ended up stumbling across 
a, a music clip from Stars Born where they're singing Into the Shallows. Yeah. And then I, so then the next recommended video, of course, was Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga singing at the Academy Awards, which by the way, is one of my favorite Academy Awards moments ever. Even though I'm always saying every year they should cut out the songs. But even as somebody who says that, that was like one of my favorite moments too. I love that movie. Did, did you get around oh, to seeing it? It's beautiful. It was, it was a screener, so I had to watch it. Um, but it, it was one of those things where when it was com coming out, it was, I, this movie's been done, what, Four two, times? three times? Yeah. yeah. Like, why do I care? And then I was so emotionally invested in it. I thought yeah. it was so great. Well done. Mm -hmm. All right, what's next? From Jonathan Schultz. At any point in the next phase, do you think we will see the Council of Kangs? Thanks and bring on the filthy. I mean, we got a movie coming out called Kang Dynasty. Yeah. I mean, so... Well, and we have the, the writers of Rick and Morty who obviously were very inspired by the Council, the Council of, Kang of Ricks because of the Council of Ricks. Yeah, yeah. so I think so. Yeah, I... I have a feeling, yeah, not anytime soon, but I think by the time we get to the movie that's literally called Kang Dynasty, I got a feeling we probably will. Yeah. All right, what's next? From Nerd on Film, what's the most a director ever disappointed you? Ooh. Uh, Steven Spielberg, The Terminal. Oh, my <gasps> oh, God. Ray. Yeah, there's that. All right, what's next? <laughs> From Al Renshaw, over under 30% gun announces a new Justice League movie. Under under uh i don't think that's gonna be a part of the first round of announcements although i am all for it if it is i've said for years everybody says you gotta follow the formula it's about formula you have to do solo movie solo movie solo movie group solo mo no fuck formula you can you can come bang right out of the gate screw marvel's formula come right out of the gate Justice League. You can totally do it. You can totally work. Again, I've said it before. I'll say it again. You didn't, for Guardians of the Galaxy, you didn't have to do, well, you have to do a Star-Lord movie and you have to do a Gamora movie and you have to do a Drax movie and then you can do Guardians of the Galaxy. No, no, no. Boom. Guardians of the Galaxy. You can do it, but I don't think that's what they will do. So I think it's under 30%. All right. What's next? From Josh Becker. Violet McGraw is in Megan and her sister is actually the girl from the black phone. They're horror sisters now. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't know that there was relation there. By the way, Black Phone was, that was one of my honorable mention favorite movies of 2022. It didn't make my top 10 list, but it was one of my honorable mentions. I, that was a terrific experience. You have still not watched it, though. No. Aaron, Aaron watched back, it and almost Aaron died. Aaron was so messed up from that movie that I was just like, absolutely not. Because Aaron's also the only one on this channel who watches out for me and is like, Chris, uh -oh. don't, you should not watch this ever. She was distraught. Oh, yeah. Chris was like, or, or Aaron was totally she distraught. She was very, very yeah. emotional. All right, what's next? From Corey Hensley, someone turned the Super Chats on early. No comments, just support. Oh, thanks, Corey. We did. We decided since it was Friday, we don't normally have them open anymore. We thought we'd open it up early. So thank you for the support, man. Yeah. I appreciate that very much. <laughs> All right, what's next? From Josh Becker, I had loads of fun with Megan. I will be watching again. I am definitely going to see it again, at least one more time. Oh. Again, it's just a fun movie. And at its core, it's a sweet movie. Again, about, look, you saw in the trailers, it's about this little girl whose parents die. And she now has to go into the care of her aunt and the struggle that that is. And it, under, again, under the fun and the horror and the creeps, there's a really cool message in the movie. And I'll be seeing it again, too. All right. What's next? From Al Renshaw. Ray, during the last few days on regular show and play and chats are further proof why he is the funniest person in the office. <laughs> Hashtag army of Ray. Yep. Yep. Ray, <laughs> Ray is like a, a high sugar content drink. It's the most fun to drink, but you got to take it in moderation. <laughs> when he when he was doing your I Should Win voice when we were playing oh Mario Kart, I almost spit my coffee out everywhere. It was really, I really thought difficult. you were going to pass out. Yeah. 
I thought you were going to pass out. It's not okay. Oh, it's a risky thing that you're doing. <laughs> it's a risky Giving me a thing. mic. It's risk to reward balance. <laughs> right? You're always thinking right? about how, how much we have Ray on camera. <laughs> All right, what's next? From Dante Sarekia, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania is Marvel's 31st film. Yep. Baskin Robbins has 31 flavors. Coincidence? I think not. Um, <laughs> I think they definitely have to. Again, I love that one shot because that is a Baskin Robbins he, he's in, right? Mm -hmm. That one shot in the new trailer. Thank, Thank you, you Spider-Man. Spider <laughs> I don't know why. that. The way that old guy says it, it cracks me up every time I see it. I, I'm very excited about this movie. I think it's going to be great. All right, what's next? From Gay Big Dog, huge fan, love this channel. Ray, you're now up in community creations in WWE 2K22. I've been waiting. Along with John as well. Bring on the filthy. What is this? Well, um, Taylor, can you get, uh, if you could, I forgot, he made us in the WWE 2K22 game, and I actually have that game. And um, I was Wait a waiting. minute, we are in WWE 2K? No, no, 2K? he created you and me. And you can he create uploaded characters. it to the community. There's like a where you so can people create. can play us in the game. Yeah, yeah. So he made, I guess he made me now. So what? Okay, Hopefully. someone's gonna have to send me some screenshots of I that. I think someone tried. I, I saw yours already. It looked you did. Good. It was a little All right, some, someone's got to send me this because oh, I got to yeah. see this. But yeah, yeah. If I'm gonna look drop his name right or his game All right. tag. Yeah. That's very cool. What's next? <laughs> um, from Al Renshaw, Gran Turismo trailer looked great, and the cast is solid. Your thoughts on it? I haven't seen this. I've, I've not even heard of it. I mean, yeah. obviously I've heard Gran Turismo, but I've, I've not even heard I was of gonna it. Say, I think we reported on this ages ago about yeah. how they were talking about making a Gran Turismo movie. And they, so they actually report. I, I cannot remember. All right. What's next? From A. Marcellus. The first movie I saw, even though I don't remember, was The Little Mermaid, 1989. My parents told me Catherine Hepburn was in the theater. So I hmm. guess my first celebrity encounter as a baby. LOL. Well, here's the thing, A. Marcellus. Little, little tidbit of knowledge for you. Parents lie. They'll tell you. They'll tell you things. For example, when I was younger, and I came across the actual wedding pictures of my mom and dad, and I noticed my mom had a little bit of a bump in her belly in their wedding pictures, I said, "Is mom pregnant?" My dad's, "No, your mother was fat." And you know, so and being a stupid kid, I just kind of bought it. So, parents lie. I have a better story for you. Oh boy. Okay. Okay. There's this very expensive transformer. Back in the day, his, I think it's Sunstreaker. I love that's one of my favorite Transformers. Yeah, yeah, and it was the I saw it in the catalog, and I said, "Mom, can you get me this?" She said, "Yeah, I just ordered it." So Brace for about waiting. a month and a half, every time I got home from school, because I walked home from school, I would look where packages used to be, and I realized, "Mom." <laughs> Why? She never ordered it. She just thought you'd forget about it. Yeah, that's what happened. <laughs> Not only do they lie, but they, they are smart in their lying. They're very smart. But I believe you because why would you lie about Catherine Hepburn? Like, you'd be too young to even know. Oh, yeah. No, I'm, I'm sure the Catherine Hepburn thing is true. But I'm like, also, Ann told me a story about your mom and dad say they were taking you to Disneyland and they went to Knott's Berry Farms or something instead. Yeah. runs in the family because my uncle said, hey, we're going to Florida, which we did to go to Disney World. And instead, he said, hey, we're going to Gatorland. <laughs> which I mean, I, is, and, is like Disney World. And from that moment on, I considered him the cheapest uncle ever. <laughs> and I never let him forget it. Every time you see him, I was like, how much are you going to spend it? Was this Tito Tony? Oh, Sonny. Tito Sonny? Uh, yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. What's next? From Brandon Kay. 
Hey, John and crew. Was wondering if any of y'all plan on watching Pale Blue Eyes with Christian Bale that dropped on Netflix today. <gasps> yes. I uh, I remember when I, I first heard about this movie right now. Is it a space movie? Right now? I never even heard you of this movie. You haven't seen the ads for it? Oh. No, I haven't seen it. Or what? It's a no, no, Netflix no. thing. Like, when, how, when does Netflix... Well, when you open oh. up Netflix, it, it's on the screen. That's how I first found really? it. Really? I never saw No, I yeah. never saw it. It is a period piece in which um, it's a, a mystery crime thriller. Um, Christian Bale is this kind of gritty detective who's been brought on to figure out a case with the police. Um, Edgar Allan Poe is a character in it before he becomes I thought you said Edgar Allan Poe is in it. I'm like, really? They, they, they <laughs> resurrected his corpse. Fantastic. Um, they've got somebody playing Edgar Allan Poe. It looks really interesting. All right. I'll keep my eyes open for it. All right, what's next? From James Argenta, with success Gunn had with uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, I'll be surprised with no Green Lantern. Also, you think they'll go with Barry or Wally as Flash? They'll go with Barry, I think. Um, but also, we also, we also all got to remember this. James Gunn is not going to be directing a bunch of movies in the DC thing. He is going to be the head of the studio. I do believe he will direct one thing maybe every four years, maybe five. Uh, and he might come out of the gate and direct either the first Superman movie or maybe the first Justice League. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. But he's not going to be directing a lot. So, But again, I think we're going to see Green Lantern because he is a core DC character. So I think we will see him. All right, what's next? From, oh, Mark, uh, Mark 24 Gaming, some support. Thank you so oh, much. Oh, thank you, Mark Mike 24 nice. Gaming. Appreciate that, man. From Dildar, what's the difference between Batman and Taylor? At least Batman got to know his dad. Hey, oh, I'm sorry, Taylor, forget. You're hired. No, come on. That, come is, on, so, good. that is so good. That's so, not bad. I have a really quick story. So growing up, I didn't know how to tie a tie because I didn't have a dad. Some of you may have heard this story. I, I told this to Chris on my own YouTube channel. But uh, so every winter formal, every, every homecoming, we would order pizza from Numero Uno. The pizza man would come tie my tie before the dance. And then one time I got ready at a friend's house. And I was like, hey, what time is the pizza man getting here? We got to get going. And he was like, what do you mean? And I was like, well, how do you tie your tie? And he was like, oh, my dad taught me. And I was like, oh, I thought it was normal to have a pizza That's man. That's part of the service. Tie oh. your tie. <laughs> it's the most heartbreaking story I've ever heard. <laughs> it was good, though. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> Cue sad music. Oh, no. I, I, speaking of stupid things we thought when we were kids, I, I mean, this isn't as, as heartbreaking or funny as that. But I remember, of course, growing up watching hockey. Mm-hmm. Every Toronto Maple Leafs hockey game starts with the Canadian National Anthem. And I'll never forget when I realized to my heart, because I thought for the longest time as a kid that all national anthems were the same. But instead of, you know, oh, Canada. Oh, you just fill in with the melody. I thought it was, oh, United States, oh, our home. And I just are. thought you slipped in whatever new name of it. I, I think you should tell her. Oh, Philippines. Yeah. I, I thought that for every state, because Texas makes you do a Texas Pledge of Allegiance. Oh, so you thought every state just swapped it out? And then when I didn't live in Texas anymore, everyone was like, no, that's some weird Southern Please tell propaganda. Me they say, yeah, Please no. tell me y'all is in the allegiance. Yeah, yeah you swear allegiance time. to the state. Y'all. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. So it was just what my parents, too, were like, that's not right. Texas Why is, is special. Happening? All right, what's next? <laughs> from Drew West. If Gunn does decide to move on from Ezra's Flash, do you think we will finally get a big screen reverse Flash? I'm picturing Anthony Starr. Uh, again, it, it's dangerous to get into who you picture because even if they do that character, you have no idea how that iteration will look like or sound like or supposed to feel like. So don't worry about thinking about who could play the, it. But yeah, I could totally see them getting into Reverse Flash. Reverse Flash has certainly become, I mean, I don't know how you have guys like Captain Boomerang, but yeah, you got to you gotta have Reverse Flash. I think we will. And yes, they will move on from Ezra's Flash, no doubt about it. Yeah. Uh, and I do think how soon they do Reverse Flash, not sure, but it'll come. All right, what's next? 
from Aguila Moon LaBelle. Over under 30%, we get Fast uh, 10 trailer before the Super Bowl. Under, because I think it's going to come at the Super Bowl. They're probably going to drive their cars out on the field. <laughs> or, or at least virtually. I was watching, because um, they did this at the college football playoffs over like last weekend. Mm -hmm. Mercedes, because it was being held at the Mercedes Stadium. And Mercedes-Benz, they did this big thing where they virtually had all these new, they were announcing their new electric car lineup, and they had it virtually, you had the real field there, and you saw digital things of the cars spinning out on the field and doing oh. So I think, yeah, we will see Fast and Furious cars out on the field, but it'll all be done uh, virtually, I think. All right, what's next? From Big, Gabe Big Dog again. Hey, John and crew, I'm a huge Boondock Saints fan. Me too. Wasn't a third film confirmed about two years ago? What happened to the movie? Was it canceled or was it BS? Thanks and bring on the filthy. The word confirmed is the most misused word in the world of entertainment fandom. Uh, there was definitely talk of a third one. They said, I think they said they were making progress on it. I don't recall if they ever, if the studio, if the studio came out and said, we have greenlit this movie, we're going to go into production in, you know, three months. I don't know if it ever hit that point. I would love to see a third one movie. I've never I seen would the second. What's that? I've never seen the second. Oh, uh, and it, it ends with a great kind of cliffhanger at the end of the second. That's like, oh, dude, I don't think the second one's as good as the first mm -hmm. one, but I still get a real, real kick out of it. I hope they do it at some point. All right. What's next? From the OK Channel. Hope you guys are staying safe up here in Sacramento area. We're weathering the storms. Have a dry one. Oh, it's been well, It's raining bad. here, too, but we get it. It's yeah, but, but I keep trying as, as somebody who comes from someplace not called California. Yeah, someplace with weather. Someplace with real weather. Mm hmm. I have tried to emphasize to like my wife when we take the, yeah, it's a pain in the ass trying to walk our dogs when it's raining. I, I get it. I get it. I know people in California used to there being one day of rain for every 30 days or 60 days. But it's like, we, I don't know if you notice, we need it. Desperately. This this state needs the rain. It needs it. I mean, yeah, you, the, the flooding is terrible. Like there's a lot of negative things that come along with it. But at the same time, yeah, there's been a lot of drought, mm -hmm. a lot of drought. All right. What's next? From Suthius, I love how people are joking we'll see Captain uh, Navi by the fifth Avatar movie. Earth, Navi. fire, wind, water, heart, by your powers combined. Can't wait. Um, they, they, were, they did come out the other day. James Cameron was saying something about how in the first Avatar we had the forest Navi, in the second one we had the water Navi, in the third one we're going to get the fire Navi. Ooh. That we're going to get a new tribe of the Navi. I, this is all building up to a Justice League of the Navi. We're like, we right? Go. This is all building up yeah. to when... Jake is going to lead all of the the Navi together against the the invading human armies. So it'll be interesting to see where they go with it. All right, what's next? From Johnny Vu, doing the Canada-wide National 48-Hour Short Film Challenge tonight. Wish all of us luck. Good luck Fun. with that. That is a very, very cool thing. Yeah. Um, that somebody first made me aware of it a, a while ago, but it's a really, really cool idea. Best of luck on that. I'd say it's awesome that you're participating in that. All right, what's next? From Jonathan Schultz. Love you guys so much. Have a wonderful day. Aw, thank you, Jonathan. It's always nice when people want to write in just to be supportive. Thank you, dude. From Jared Vester. I have no reason to believe this, but I'm predicting that the God of War series on Amazon will attempt the one-shot style of the video game where there's no typical cutaways. Um, maybe. The, the, prob the thing is, in the game, you are filling the gaps with a lot of gameplay. Mm-hmm. And I, so... Look, not impossible, but I don't think that's the best approach. I, I So I'm not sure they'll do that. And honestly, if they ask me, I don't think that would be the right thing to do on that. All I know is that I'm dying to see it. 
Oh yeah. I, I'm dying to see this. My anticipation level for this is off the charts. I, and listen, they're going to make their casting announcements. And I'm just going to tell you right now, no matter who they announce, there's going to be backlash. Oh, no I matter who they percent. announce. Yeah. There's nobody they can possibly announce to play Kratos that universally everybody's going to be happy with it because everybody's got an opinion, right? So everybody's just, we're just going to have to tell everybody to pump the brakes, relax. Let's see how it turns out. But I am very much excited for their announcements. Mm -hmm. All right. What's next? From Caden Cease. My 20th birthday is tomorrow. Happy, Happy birthday. birthday. Happy birthday. Vince returning to WWE was the worst present. <laughs> Oof. At least I got Osprey versus Omega on Wednesday in Japan. Fantastic match. So for people who are following it, Ray. I know most of you guys aren't. For Ray. He did? <laughs> for Ray. Yeah. Vince McMahon is coming back. Yeah. Uh, but um, apparently he is only coming back to join the board. This public statement said he is not getting involved creatively. He is uh -huh. not going to be interfering in anything else. And they said the reason is I think WWE is trying to sell itself. And at least the statement from Vince McMahon is, look, I am the single largest shareholder in the company. Yes. You have to have me on the board for other for potential purchasers to take any negotiations seriously. He's not wrong about that. But let's see if uh, he actually just stays on the board of directors, doesn't interfere. We'll, we'll see what happens. Because yeah. apparently from everybody that I know that watches WWE, they all said it's been infinitely better since yeah. Triple H yep. took over. Been, so It's been fun. We'll uh, Wall Street Journal did a really good write-up on him returning. That came out like earlier this morning, I think. Oh, yeah. I'd have they to do take a good a breakdown. All right, what's next? From Parker Thwips. I'd never lie to you, John. Been animating at DW for five years, and before that, Disney and ILM. Oh, at DreamWorks for five years. Always love hearing your guys' thoughts on our movies. Oh, thank you so much. I, uh, first of all, that's awesome if you're yeah. an actual animator. You know, we... I had a friend, uh, of course, uh, you've heard me reference this guy's soul video. His name's Jonathan Green a lot. He was one of my very first producers when I moved. Uh, this is long before the AMC days. And, and then he went on to become one of the chief executives at the Fine Brothers, the Ooh, React channels. Okay, yeah. yeah. And uh, we were just in Vegas together. But he had a buddy that was also worked with him when he was my producer who went on to work at DreamWorks and stuff like that as well. I don't, this is not the same person, but that is very cool that you've, I've worked with DreamWorks and ILM and Disney. Disney? That's, that's pretty that's awesome. Great. Can you put in a good word for me? Last year I had 40 DreamWorks auditions, which I need everyone to know that as an actor, that is awesome. I got asked back by the same people 40 times. So they're going to find a place for me, but could you help them find a place for me sooner? Track five, <laughs> let's go. It'll be nice. All right, what's next? From Dildar. I'm surprised that Megan is getting positive feedback. Uh, Megan and Scream 5 have shown horror movies can be good and fun. Yeah, listen, I, and color me surprised. I, I mean, again, look, we've had some really, really good ones recently. Like Black Phone, I thought was great. Um, Scream 5, I'm not a big Scream fan. But apparently it was really good. And I had a lot of fun with it. It was a fun little, I mean, it had some major problems, but it was fun. Ray was there with me when I watched it. I was surprised when it came out, I had a good time. What was the other one you keep talking about? Well, Barbarian was great. Bar yeah, no, Bar no, like theater though. Like that was in the that was in theaters. Oh, yeah, theaters. yep. And and now Megan. So this reminds me of a year. I can't remember which year it was, but you go back a couple of years. It was the same year that we had like Lights Out, and and that that year there was like three or four or five like really good little low budget horror movies that were really fun. And unfortunately, the only, like one of the bummers was one of the biggest franchises, oh. Halloween, right? Oh yeah, yeah, Halloween sucked. So it, it might be, it might be 
time to let go of these older franchises. It, it might be. It, it might, like Jason Blum is showing everybody, hey guys, we can do new stuff. And even when they do older IP, like Invisible Man, they made that mm. a winner. But anyway, all right, yeah. what's next? From uh, Hoth's hometown hero, N1 Starfighter or Luther ship for Hot Toys in 2023, what would you rather have? I have no idea what we're talking about. N1 uh, Luther ship from uh, Andor. Or the or, N1. Oh, Lu that's Luthen. Luthen. Oh, yeah, like Lex Luthor has a yeah. ship. Okay, Luthen ship. Okay, or what was the? Which one was the Something N1? Fun. I'm not sure. That's Mando's new ship. Oh. oh, is that the one that goes super fast? Uh, yeah, it's the new. Yeah, like, the yeah Naboo, it's it's the the um, the adapted uh, Naboo starfighter. I like that. That Luthen's. one is pretty cool. Luthen Luthen was able to take on a pint-sized star destroyer all by himself. You don't got to take on anything with the other one. I, you just I, fly right by them. I don't know. I, I think I take. <laughs> I think I take Luthen ship. I take Luthen ship. All right. What's next? From TJ Slab Dragon Watson sending in a, a twenty dollars super chat. Thank, Thank you, you, Slab Dragon. I've been watching ambient soothing videos. Can you get a loop of Ray sleeping in a theater put to soothing music? It'll be a hit. I first of all, I kid you not. <laughs> <laughs> we, I what was it? it was Christmas. It was Christmas Eve. We had, instead of Christmas Day at our house this year, we had Christmas Eve at our house. What I do, Joe? Tell and our, our you know what you did. We had our family come over. Right. So it was me, Anne, Ray, Ray and Anne's sister, mm -hmm. uh, her mom, Ryan. You know, we were all, all over there. And this happens every time we get together. Ray is on the couch. He's either always on the couch or on the floor. Okay. And we're talking about something. And I can't remember what Anne and her mother were talking to Ray about. But Ray says something, Anne says something back, and Ray, like literally in a three-second window, he you passed know, out. I put in that effort. Yeah. And then, and then, and then, like Ron in Parks and Rec, Ray sleep fights sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Ray, Ray will sleep fight. So, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, here we go. It's because y'all are bothering me when I'm trying to sleep. <laughs> I'm trying Get to sleep. out of the living room where everyone's <laughs> supposed sad. to hang out when I'm sleeping in there. Logan, Logan sleep lectures where I'll look, I'll look over and I see this where he's like, and another thing. Oh. Where it's just arms up where he's like, listen to me. <laughs> this no. one time, I was like, Anne always, Anne's and you have the same genes because Anne can fall asleep super quick. It takes me like at least 30 minutes to fall asleep. Mm -hmm. So I'm laying there in bed and whatever and Anne's asleep and all of a sudden, Arr. Uh, I'll stab you. Whoa. I'll stab you. And I'm like, I'm just going to go sleep in the living room. Yeah. And I got up and I walked out and of the bedroom. Did you stab him? <laughs> 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 you can talk to Anne about that when she's in for uh, Mario Party Canadian. later. I'll stab you. I'll stab you. Goodbye. Well, I'm out. <laughs> sleep up. All right, what's next? From Jesus Rios, sending in a $20 super chat. Thank you. Thank you. Jesus, probably not Jesus. I don't know. Uh, hey, John, just wanted to ask if you've heard of Dimash. He no. has a song called The Story of One Sky, which cost him seven million and three years to shoot. It's a great song and a beautiful video. Definitely worth a watch. Bring on the filthy. This is one of two. Um, oh, there we go. Um, the video is a masterpiece, and he is the only singer in the song. His English is not the greatest, but you get the point of the song. I think you all would enjoy it. Who spends seven million dollars on a music video? Uh, this guy. He must really like his song. He's he's very proud of it. Very, I, I mean, hey, good on you, <laughs> yeah. good on you, man. I no, I to be honest, I've never heard, uh, I've never heard of this individual, uh, I've never heard of this particular video, but I'm sure somebody will share a link it yeah. to it with me. By the way, thank you for supporting us on that level, man. That's incredibly generous of you. Mm -hmm. All right, what's next? 
from Thomas Bombadil. Hi team, just want to wish everyone a wonderful weekend. I'm finally getting to see Banshees of Nishirin, which just only came out in Belgium. Ooh. I, listen, again, this was one of those movies that it was not at all what I was kind of expecting because the first previews I saw looked like it was going to be this funny kind of romp. I mean, this odd couple friend. Well, it's, it's heavy and it's, it's definitely humorous, but it's dark humor and it's also sad and but it's powerful guys if you haven't ch had a chance to watch banshees of inishirin watch it so you're not gonna be surprised when the oscar nominations come out and you hear its name mentioned a whole bunch of times then you'll know why all right what's next from murray reich saw megan and i thoroughly enjoyed it the theater i was in laughed so hard throughout the movie and seemed to enjoy it as well a lot of heart that's one of the things that always makes movie going more fun is when they're, and one of the things that always makes movie going far superior to watching a movie at home like being in that theater and hearing all the, the hundreds of just strangers who know each other laughing and gasping and chuckling all at the same time. And again, like, like yours, my audience that I saw this thing with was having a ball watching this movie. So I'm glad you had that experience, man. All right, what's next? From Jay Mobile, I feel like multiple Batman in various movies with various levels of co uh, connectivity to different universes and characters could be confusing for general viewers. That's why there's only going to be two. You're going to have uh, Robert Pattinson's Batman, and you're going to have whoever the new Batman is in the DCU, and that's it. And it's really not going to be that confusing. Like, it's going to be confusing when they first hear it. Oh, wait a minute, there's two Batman? Yeah, the Robert Pattinson one is his totally own separate thing. The, the rest of the DC Cinematic Universe, that's Batman. If they were going to have like four or five or six different Batman running around, that would be different. But David Zaslav had already said a while ago, they're not going to do that. So you're going to have your Robert Pattinson Batman, fine. And then you're going to have this Batman. People did not have their brains melt with utter confusion and disbelief when Joaquin Phoenix's Joker came out. Yeah. We didn't have people running around the streets going, I don't understand. What, what's happening? No. No, people got it. This is a separate thing. It's not Jared Leto's thing. It's a totally separate thing. It's different. Plus, we were so excited to not have Jared Leto. And plus, a lot of people, I, don't, I don't care. I like Jared Leto's Joker. But yeah, I I'm get it. I'm happy for you. I'm happy for you. A lot of people didn't, and I get that, and I respect that. But no, people aren't going to be radically confused. I mean, you're going to get a few people, grandma or whatever, say, but wait, I thought the Twilight Boy was Batman. There's going to be a little bit of that confusion at for a second, but then everybody will get it. It'll be fine. All right, what's next? All right, John, I have scoured the internet and I have found the pictures of you and Ray as, um, I guess, WWE. MMA fighters. Are All you right. ready to see the big reveal? Sure. There is Ray. Oh my yeah, God. <laughs> Heck yeah. And you can actually come out in the game? Yeah. Oh my God. You could give him movesets. You could give him the taunts that they do. That you can even do the entrance. Oh my God. All right. Come out like Legion of Doom. And get ready. John, you have a lot of outfits. Oh, Here we I go. have a bunch of outfits. All right. Someone's dressing you. Oh my goodness. But I don't know if you can really tell in this photo, you have a tattoo that says Anne in a heart on your Aww. chest. Aww. Oh my gosh. How did they Wait, know? Here's the magic trick, John. Check right here. All right. Look underneath. Oh, there's an auto. <laughs> what I love playing, baby. is that the, the Canadian flag is over my junk. I mean, that's. That's that's that, the, yeah. what a sign of pride for the your power of an entire country. Yeah, <laughs> no, I always I, make sure you dribble a little because <laughs> that's the way I feel. What? <laughs> you know, just like you know, don't push at that last one. Just let it, just, and then just tuck it back in, and then just just do the little push inside oh, and just man. get it right. How there. do I get right in this? You need that yellow tint. <sighs> that yellow tint on that. 
Canadian oh, flag. You want to make it look vintage. Oh my god. No. <laughs> you know how there's that one little squirt? That one little drop where you're not totally finished, so you have to stand there for no. about uh, about a couple seconds, and then it goes boink. If you're in like the toilet, it'll go boink. And then boink. Like when someone leaves the when someone leaves the bathroom and you don't hear that boink, boink, you know they got a little dribble in their underwear. I'm being honest. Why is everyone laughing like they they don't know this is true? This might be true for girls too. I don't know. I, I don't listen to girls pee. I listen to a lot of guys pee. So just stand for a little longer and don't make a mess is what I'm saying. But I think he put that on your crotch because he knows you don't stand that extra second, John. <laughs> what are you saying? The Canadian flag's a pee pad? <laughs> I it is. Not even a pee pad. It's just a little drop. Oh. Uh, what are, I turned in a Tickle Me Elmo during that. First of all, I'm not Jonathan. Uh, did, yeah. Are we going to mention how Jonathan turned into Taylor? Nah. I just okay. take over. Okay. By the way, am I the only guy? Am I the only one? That if you're a guy, that when you would go, you'd be like at your like your girlfriend's house for the first time, and her parents are there, and you had to go use the bathroom, but you didn't want everybody hearing you peeing, and so oh. you'd actually get on your knees and pee on the side no, of the bowl I, to I, make no sound. I turn on the faucet. I used to do that. I turn on the faucet. You turn on the faucet. No, I would I would get down as low as I could so I could pee against the side of the bowl so it would make no noise. You should I'm do that so in the public restroom. <laughs> <laughs> are you guys okay? <laughs> what? I think no, but I turn on the faucet if it's not uh, it's the other. And you don't right. have parents listening. It's the other one. The one from the backside. We should probably wow. move on here. You don't have a poop parent. That's fair. Yeah, I don't care, man. Yeah. I, I let my flow speak. Speak for myself, baby. <laughs> I want them to hear how strong it is. Oh, my God. That, that, that their daughter is in good care. Oh, my God. <laughs> Hey, how do we get single for life, Where's baby? <laughs> oh my God! Ladies, do you Chris want a man that? with a powerful stream? Wait, what was the question? Well, DMs. The there was no question. There was no question. Oh, you we're were just talking the about the yeah. This was all you. <laughs> See, by Friday, I'm like off the hook. Like every night, starting from Monday, I get less and less sleep, and this is the oh. outcome right here. Uh, okay. All right, let's go. Let's we go. need to move okay. on. From Dildar. Oh, God. Finally saw Knives Out, and it was great. I never thought I wanted to meet Chris Evans in the junk so much. <laughs> well, are we going back to junk? Okay. We never left. Um, we also have. From... Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, by, by the way, uh, Chris Evans is great in that movie. He is. Love that movie. Oh, God, I'm still tearing. Uh, Chris Evans is great in that movie. He's wonderful in it. Yes. All right. What's next? From In My Humble Opinion Reviews, Sam was in five movies beforehand. One series doesn't make him a free TV guy. Oh, no, of course. But I, one of the things I also pointed out, though, he was not a lead until he was the TV guide. Mm -hmm. And in all those other ones, as I pointed out earlier, he was seen as a sidekick. So they're going to need a good transitional period, I think, and, and, uh, for that. And I want to go back to what I was saying. No, I, no, 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 no
I just want to see because I know he's he was a war veteran or he was in the yes, army yes, or whatever. Yeah. Show me some of what he's been through, and then I'll start attaching myself to this character. They could do I that. Seen yeah, anything. He's just walked up and. Hey, Cap, you know, and that's all, really. So What about all of his familial drama and how the bank wouldn't give him a loan? And, and how Bucky was hitting on his oh, sister. Do yeah. Plus. You don't do Disney Plus? No, because I have to watch it really late at night oh. when they're not using it. <laughs> so I never got around to uh, Just make your own one. little avatar. Oh, man. So so they did show his backstory. Like from uh, I mean, like when you learn more about his family stuff. life and everything. Yeah. They talk about it. They didn't show yeah. it. Yeah. All right. What's next? From uh, Jonathan Schultz. Has Vision Quest officially been confirmed for MCU? Uh, yes, it has. Well, we had talked about it. I, I remember us talking about it. I remember that there was a report out about it. I can't. I'll try and look right now. Yeah, I can't. Re- actually, let Ray, uh, oh, yeah, Ray yeah, can you yeah. look at it? I can't remember. What they. That's a very good question. I can't remember off the top of my head who was officially confirmed. All right, anyway. All right, what's next? We'll get back to that once Ray finds some information. From AM, what do you think the unannounced DC show that James Gunn is working on could be? Oh, it could be anything. Uh, I mean, look, James Gunn and Peter Safran are working on a lot of stuff right now. So, I mean, a news for those of you who know, a news story broke out that James Cameron is working on an unidentified DC show. He's the head of DC Studios. Yeah. They're working on seven or eight unannounced DC shows and movies right now. So, yeah, I mean, it really with James Gunn, it could be anything. Could be anything it's, at all. It's a, in development. That's, but who said it was in development? Uh. De- there's deadline article okay well if it's in deadline then that's probably so yeah. but disney itself has not come out and made any announcements no no there's right. there hasn't been any key art or anything right like but that. if it's coming from deadline it's probably real all right what's next from Dumbrodor, one of two i love james gunn's use of music in his movies and shows i can already imagine how his superman movie will play out clark kent steps out and looks at his farm field in the background, you hear, never made it as a wise man. <laughs> stealing. The crowd rejoices and cheers. That's not James Gunn. No. It doesn't sound, but they should no. do it anyway. I mean. Nickelback. Someone should edit that. Yeah. From, if we could scroll down just a smidge. Oh, uh, this is the next one. The other one. Was oh, okay. Sorry. Uh, Dumbledore again. I was ranking all the comic book superhero TV shows that came out in 2022 when I realized that Riverdale season six technically fits that category. It does technically fit that category, but should one dwell on season six of Riverdale? Should one acknowledge that season of yeah. Riverdale? They they still have one more coming, right? This, they have a final season. Why? God, no one knows, John. No one knows. <laughs> Why? And and where can they? possibly go from here it's like it's like fast nine how do you go more stupid like yeah. how uh, uh interesting all right what's next from ismail montoya hey guys if you had tons of money to make a money-making film who would you choose to direct it james cameron or steven spielberg cameron, cameron. yeah if i if i was given a big budget to make the best movie and awards-winning movies i would go spielberg. steven spielberg pure Box office dollars. The fact that the data doesn't lie. It's it's James Cameron. I mean that that's pretty clear. Mm. All right, what's next? From seconds from disaster. How about Zach Afron as Batman? Nobody mentioned him. I think he could make a really great mid-age Batman. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's not that old. What is he? Forty-one? Is he? Yeah, or something no. like that. Somebody look up the age of Zach Efron age, but he's he's in his early forties. He's, he's only 35. thirty-five. Oh, he's only thirty-five. Yeah, I thought oh, that hell he was yeah, closer to be my great. age. Listen. You know me. I think if you want 
tell somebody who doesn't actually know a lot about stuff. Just say, I don't like Zac Efron. Well, that's fine. Zac Efron is actually a really good actor. Mm-hmm. He's been in some not so great things, for sure, admittedly so. But he's a great actor. He's absolutely got the physique. Have you seen the pictures of him for that new, um, uh, uh, the wrestling movie where he plays Carrie, uh, not, he doesn't play Carrie Von Eric, but he plays one of it, the movie about the Von Eric family. The Iron Claw? <clears throat> yes, yeah. Iron Claw. Have you seen the pictures of him in yes. that? He's almost unrecognizable how much he, like he looked great in Baywatch, but he's put on like 40 more pounds of muscle. Yeah. I mean, I would, I just, the thing is we would get the same Twilight Boy backlash that we got from the Robert Pattinson thing if they announced Zac Efron, but I would be totally for Zac Efron being Batman. I I don't think they will, but I would be totally for it. Yeah. All right, what's next? From Jay-Z Gaga. Saw Otto and boy, did this movie wreck me. It was funny, emotionally charming. The subject matter it tackles is hard for me to watch and was bawling. You know, it's funny. I Anne wants to see it badly because Tom Tom Hanks. And I was interested, but I've heard from a bunch of people that it wasn't all that great. So... I haven't been intrigued by it. like I don't know Ray. Can you look up the uh, the Rotten Tomatoes score for a Man Called Auto? I don't know what it is off the top. Of my, I just heard some from some people that didn't think it was all that good. So I've kind of been hesitant to go see it. Yeah. But maybe I should check it out. Mm-hmm. All right. Thanks for giving us that update on that, man. Yeah. What's next? From Dumbledore again. Thank you for all your support today. When James Gunn eventually announces the DCU's Flash, it'll be a giant missed opportunity if he doesn't announce it with golden boots to build up hype. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, they just start with the camera and announcing. To the world, our new Flash. He just starts with the camera down on somebody wearing golden boots. Golden. And then, 20%, then, uh, it's 70%. 70? Oh. That's not bad and for then a man called Otto. And 92% audience score. How much? 92. Oh, I thought you said 19. No, no. Oh, well, I, that actually sounds pretty good. Anyway, yeah. you start on the new Flash just with the golden boots, and then the camera pans up <laughs> and, and to see Pauly Shore. Oh. Yes, Pauly hey, Shore buddy. is the new Flash. All right, <laughs> what's next? From B. Gill Studio, sending in a $20 super chat. Thank, Thank you so you, much. Thank you, B. Gill. Hey, everyone, I haven't chatted in a while, but I want to let everyone know that I'm finishing my first original superhero trilogy. <laughs> and then I'm moving over to Amazon Video. I got the confidence from you, John, so thank you. You know, one of the great things, first of all, i that's great, Beagle, because I'm yeah. always encouraging movie fans, make your own movie. You know how you make your own movie? Take your camera, set it to video mode, point it at some friends, hit record and say action. And then about 90 minutes later, hit stop and say cut. And you made a movie. Everybody should, I think everybody should try making a movie, even just something low budget, 50 bucks, whatever, for themselves. And the one of the great things about Amazon is Amazon becomes, is a great platform because you don't have to go through 18 different gatekeepers to get your content available to the world. They, they won't take everything, don't get me wrong. But it's a great place. I mean, I've got movies up on Amazon. It's a great place to go. So congratulations for doing that. And I hope you have a lot of success with it. All right, what's next? From Quality Not Included, Chris or Taylor, thoughts on first Spongebob movie? Never watched it. Taylor, do you have thoughts? Oh, I loved it. That's the one with, uh, let's see, Scarlett Johansson's in it, actually, is the, the princess, I think. And then uh, David Hasselhoff plays himself, live action. Oh, I didn't see it. Fun. You didn't yeah, see I, it? Yeah, I've, I've never no. watched. I, I can t- I've never watched a single episode of Spongebob. I oh, actually, really? Yeah. I actually have some exclusive news of that, but since he just asked you to, I'm not going to share it. Oh, <gasps> <Goofy> Goober. <laughs> Whoa. Do they have a WWE entrancing of SpongeBob? That's the important say. thing. All right. Do you want to talk more about your pee? <laughs> Don't get it started. Don't get it started. I remember. What's next? From Ron H. One of Two, episode 1004 of my One Piece journey. Broke a thousand over New Year's. Hey, good job, man. 
thought things might be getting stagnant. Then boom, nine samurai <laughs> fighting a dragon. I even started rewatching One Piece with my daughter from scratch. Let's go again. Ron, you are so committed. That is that is awesome, my man. I've again, I don't even know what One Piece is about. It's about pirates. Pirates. Oh, okay, and, that's right. Somebody told me it's about fruit and stretchy powers and all awesome. kinds of stuff. It's fun, but man, <laughs> I, I don't think I'm somebody in the live chat. One of our members affair just says this takes, it only takes about a thousand episodes for it to get good. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> awesome. Just hang in there. Just hang in there. All right. What's next from James Argenta gun will wait to share news after Ant-Man three trailer. So it doesn't overshadow his friend's film. Um, no, no, this, this is this, this is business. It's you do business. what is best for your, uh, for your stuff. I, and Ant Man isn't dropping. When are they? When are they dropping their next trailer? It'll be. Um, it's at a. Football it's at the game. football championship game, right? The ninth. Yeah. So I mean, look, he just said this month, so it may not. I mean, we're talking about two more days until the to the championship, so it could come out after that anyway. But I guarantee you, it has nothing to do with the trailer. Because guys, listen, five hundred things are going to happen to you today, and you'll remember most. It, it, this whole idea of like, well, you can't make an announcement four days before a trailer comes out. How is anybody going to remember both? It, 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 they could literally, James could make his analysis five minutes before the Ant-Man trailer drops. It makes no difference. We all multitask. It's like saying, well, they can't play the football game and have the trailer play. How is anybody going to remember it? Well, you could do multiple things at a time. It's all okay. So you're probably right that it's not going to come out until after the football championships, but... It won't have anything to do with the Ant-Man movie yeah. at all. All right, what's next? From Al Renshaw, would love to see Jessica Cruz, uh, Green Lantern character. Jessica Cruz. I, I, I don't know what we're talking about. Um. Anyway, let's move oh, on. okay, oh. yeah. She inherits the ring. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, I'm not very familiar with her. Oh, Neat. neither am I. Oh, all right, so what's he, next? They, they just want a, the, the, fem, the female Yeah, Lantern. one of the female Green Lantern okay. Oh, okay. members. Uh, Marie Reich again. I took a viewer's recommendation on the documentary Pepsi, Where's My Jet? And it was very fascinating, especially the drama behind it. The conclusion? Wow. I still have not seen it. I've been enamored with watching this ever since we did oh, uh, What's God. Streaming Next. Did you have a chance to yeah, watch it? Yeah, I watched the whole thing. <clears throat> it's not what you, it's not, there's something at the end where you come out of it with something completely different. But do you enjoy it? Yes, I did. I, I'm, I'm dying to see it. I am dying to see it. So I'm glad you saw it. Thanks for keeping it on our radars. I'm not Team Pepsi, though. <laughs> All right. What's next? From uh, Theorize Isaac, for Green Lantern, I know it's Jon Stewart. You don't know anything because James Cameron hasn't told me. But, but I mean, it very well could be. James cool. <laughs> James Gunn, John. Did I say James yeah. Cameron again? Yeah, yeah, James Gunn. I keep getting the Jameses well, mixed up. Um, I mean, it very well could be. There's a solid coin flip of a chance. So you half 50% chance you could be right. Could be Hal Jordan. I mean, well, 49% chance it could be John Stewart. 49% chance it could be Hal Jordan. 2% chance it could be another one altogether. But I mean, we'll see. We'll find out. All right. What's next? From <clears throat> Drew West. If uh, I know Gunn will likely stick to the big three to start his run, but I'd personally love to see him go at a Teen Titans on the big screen. Mm. Also think Timothy Chalamet would make a perfect Robin. Um, here's the thing, though. Teen Titans is something you could build up to and add later on once you have your established DCU. If you try to make that one of the building blocks, they're going to fail right out of the gate. The average moviegoer does not care about Teen Titans. Now, the average moviegoer, you could you can make the argument, and a good one, hey, John, at the time, the average moviegoers didn't care about Guardians of the Galaxy. And you'd be right. 
That's why they had an established MCU first and then brought in something. So you establish a strong foundation for the DCU first. Then that buys you the currency to be able to bring in things like Teen Titans and some other things like that. But you're not going to see it as one of the foundational pieces. I don't, I don't believe at all. All right, what's next? We see Jay Rebirth. Having grown up with Elmo's world... <laughs> I've never and heard later of it. Being introduced to Baby Sinclair, my favorite Henson Sesame puppeteer is Kevin Clash. Kevin's a great puppeteer, and yeah, the baby from Dinosaurs, not the mama. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. But what's this Elmo's World? Oh, it was a little show that was starring Elmo. It was oh, like a vehicle that. for just him. It was okay. great. It was adorable. Very nice. Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah, what's so next? <laughs> from Kirk Jones, James Cameron should direct a Tron reboot. Give him full control. I don't see why James Cameron would care. I, I, I go to an already pre-existing IP when right now, I mean, he's done that in the past, but that was a different lifetime ago. Um, <clears throat> especially one that struggled to have any relevancy lately. Like I remember the last Tron movie came out with a, with big fanfare and they had this, I remember they took over like an entire street at Comic-Con where they had this big Tron experience and all this kind of stuff. And, and while the movie has a terrific soundtrack, the movie itself was all right. The movie itself was okay, but it, it didn't do all that great. Then they put out this animated show that was actually pretty good. I can't remember what it was called. Anybody in the live chat remember the name of the animated series that came out after the movie with the same characters? It was called Tron Legacy. It was a, I don't know, but whatever the name of the animated show was, The Uprising, that was it. Guillaume LeBel, mm. Tron Uprising. That was actually pretty good. Tron Uprising was actually pretty good. Um, but I, yeah, I don't see it happening. I, I don't think Cameron would be interested in doing it. And... Yeah. Yeah. All right. What's next? Sam Fisher. Idea for the new Avatar series. Have someone pull Zhao out of the spirit world and he tries to restart the Hundred Year War. Like if someone tried to resurrect Napoleon. Okay. I had to readjust my brain there for a second because I was thinking James Cameron's Avatar. Yeah. Have to, have to say Last Airbender. Have to say Avatar Last Airbender. Um, yeah, you could. I like Zhao being very dead. Yeah. I enjoyed Zhao's death. So much, so satisfying being dragged into the spirit world after he did what he did to those fishies. I think, by the way, I think this Netflix series, I've, I've heard a couple of things recently mm -hmm. that are not public yet. I think this, and I know there's a lot of trepidation about this live action Netflix series coming. I think it's going to be awesome. You've got Appa. I think it's going to be. Yeah, you got Appa playing Uncle Iroh. Mm -hmm. But I mean, I I even think even conceptually, the way they're approaching it, I think the show is going to be awesome. I think it's going to be really, really good. I mean, I, I don't know that for fact. That's just my guess at this point. But I'm, I'm hearing some pretty cool things. All right. What's next? From uh, Kirk Jones, The Rock as the X-Men Apocalypse in the MCU. Thoughts? Now we're just searching for characters that don't have to have a lot of acting range just to throw the rock in. At that point, you're like, why? So, I mean, eh, you could. I I mean, I was far more excited about Oscar Isaac being Apocalypse. Yeah. Of course, then they didn't write the character very well. So there goes that. But I mean, the fact of the matter is Apocalypse is going to be so much prosthetics and or CGI that you can get a, a more legitimate actor in there. And again, I'm a huge uh, Dwayne Johnson, my second favorite movie star in the world, just behind Ryan Reynolds. I love Dwayne, the rock Johnson, but it, it's, it would seem more like we're just looking for a place to put Dwayne Johnson at yeah. this point. So I, I, I don't see the purpose for it. All right. What's next. 
from Stubble McShave. Do you think Lobo will be introduced as a protagonist or as an antagonist? By that I mean, will it be a Lobo film or will he be the villain in it? I think they introduce him as a secondary character in somebody else's film. Uh, and probably as an anti-hero kind of thing. They're gonna they're gonna do the same thing that they kind of did with Black Adam with Lobo. You're not gonna I don't think they're gonna make him the straight up villain. So my guess is he's introduced in somebody else's film, much like say T'Challa was introduced in a Captain America film, mm -hmm. and then they'll go from there. But hey, listen, James Gunn is bold, Peter Safran is bold. They may decide just to straight up do Lobo the movie and see where it goes. But my guess is he'll be a secondary character first. Yeah. All right, what's next? From a Sith Lord. I've I've said this before, but I'm not the biggest Superman fan, but I'm excited to see what's next. I, on the other hand, really want the question. That's one of my favorite DC characters up there with Flash. Love the question. Yeah, but so you, I mean, who's, wasn't the guy who did the voice in Deep Space Nine, I think the guy who did the question in the animated series was also one of the actors from Deep Space Nine who played like one of the uh, Dominion's lieutenants and i'm trying to remember the guy's name anybody in the live chat know exactly what i'm talking jeffrey about jeffrey combs did his voice like um yeah check it out. i think he he was an actor who was in deep space nine at the same at anyway uh yeah the, the guys in the live chat cinema saying is jeffrey combs but i cannot i just don't know if jeffrey combs is the same actor i'm thinking of i'll have to look up a picture of him but oh he's in rob series he's in dota oh is That's he does fun. he do a voice in dota yeah, as well he, he plays uh father in and three episodes no, this is not this. Oh, wait a minute. Yes, it is. It's the same actor. The picture okay. of him just came up from Deep Space Nine. Okay, so anyway. Um, is there an audience for it? Like, you know question probably more, more than I do. Mm -hmm. If they were to do a question movie, does it draw an audience, do you think? I mean, you can't really present him as a com like as a, a typical DC superhero, honestly. Right. Because it, it's a very Rorschach kind of character, right? That's where Rorschach comes from. Um, and so I think you have to do it as a kind of like Ryan Johnson style film noir and then take that approach. And then he can fit into the Justice League where he can be a consultant or do things like that and we can work with him. But I think it's not going to be your typical superhero comic book fair. So I think it has a much wider audience potential, but also he's a weirdo, hmm. which I like. You know, you know what I still great. think is a major missed opportunity for Marvel? What? Was going back to WandaVision, but um, the two characters, the, the two side characters, and we always said they should have their own X-Files series. Oh, oh Darcy and Wu. Darcy and yeah. Wu. I, I honestly, like, I know that was just a fan thing that kind of sprung, but I, the more I've thought about it over time, and this came up because you were talking about the question, like mm -hmm. maybe something, but I think that is a massive missed opportunity. It would be so good. Like a Darcy and Wu X-Files kind of anthology show, mm -hmm. I think could be, there. I think it could be super popular and I think it could be really good. But oh, yeah. Eh, we'll see. All right, what's next? From Aceman4220, do you think Wolverine will show up in the yellow and blue costume in Deadpool? Oh God, in a Deadpool movie? That yeah. could happen. There's going to be like a makeover moment. They're going to be yeah. trying on clothes together. Yes. No, no. In all seriousness, mm -hmm. I think there will be a uh, clothes changing montage. With Hall and Oates playing. They go back. Yeah. <laughs> they go into the curtain, come back out into the mm -hmm. curtain. And Deadpool's like, nah. Yeah. Whatever. And one of the, yes. In a Deadpool movie, that can happen. In a real Wolverine movie, no. no that, that costume should never be on a live action yeah. screen. When we had the joke in the very first x-men movie too of like them talking about the outfits of what you want it to be yellow yeah you want yellow spandex yeah. yeah all right what's next from brandon nismadine 
I really can't believe this is where we're at. But now that Zack Snyder is at Netflix, the Snyderverse people want WBD to give Netflix the rights to make the remaining Snyderverse movie. Well, bully for you, Snyderverse fans. Okay, look, get <laughs> get the fuck over it. Yeah. You know who's gotten the fuck over it and moved on? Zack Snyder? Zack Snyder's gotten the fuck over yeah. it and moved on. Get the fuck over it and move on. It's the, the it's it's time to, you know, take stock of your life and make better choices. Sure. Just move on. Well, All right. And, and let him do more than just that. Yeah. I mean, he's Gosh. got he's got this thing coming out that they're he's going to try to make a full cinematic mm -hmm. universe with Rebel Moon. I mean, just move on. All right. What's next? From Wiley Todd. Do you think that the success of the Hunger Games prequel movie could spawn more young adult movies again? I miss them like Maze Runner. If anything, Hollywood is a place of trends. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. I mean, we've seen some of the greatest stuff has come out as a result of trends. Also some horrible stuff. Listen, yeah, whenever something comes out and has surprise, huge success, and I'll be honest with you, I'm not expecting Hunger Games to be all that. The new Hunger Games, what is it? Serpent and Snake and Drip? I don't know what the something, name of it is. Song, Songbirds and Song, yeah. Songbirds and Serpent Tips, yeah. whatever it is. I don't think, uh, I don't personally think it's going to be all that big, but if it is, and it could be, uh, then yeah, all of a sudden you're going to see a lot of studios scrambling to pick up some YA content again. And and everything, listen, trends go in cycles, man. Trends go in cycles, and that could be one again. All right, what's next? From Tyler McCourt, chance of using Flashpoint post-credit scene changing out certain actors. You don't need to. That's the thing everybody, everybody said. Well, I mean, you could change it out, but you don't need to do that. You start a movie and a new actor's in the role. You don't have to make it a story point because then you keep, you're keeping your continuity and the whole idea about resetting the universe is not to reset the continuity. Like they didn't go back and retroactively put in a post-credit scene in Iron Man 1 to swap out Terrence Howard for Don Cheadle. And so, no, you just, you start the next movie, Don Cheadle's in the role. There we go. Yeah. And that's all you have to do. You don't need anything like that. So no, I don't think they're going to do that. All right, what's next? From Sam Fisher, one of two. Did you know Mrs. Claus used to be a career move, uh, woman before she went back home for Christmas and fell in love with her ex-boyfriend, the local toy maker? Is That's there a one of two. Part? Is there a part two? Yeah. I don't nope. see oh, one. Oh, didn't no, get sorry. another one. I have no. a feeling that this is a Hallmark movie yeah. description, which is probably, I mean, because that is the basic premise for all Hallmark movies. Yeah. Such and such who moved away from their hometown to have a successful such and such career comes back home and sparks fly. Did you see the Jimmy Fallon thing? Where they they read through the description of like eighteen of Hallmark's Christmas movies and Sparks Fly when was in oh, every single one of them. It was hilarious. Uh, so that. I mean that sounds like the traditional uh, setup. So why not? <laughs> All right, what's next? From Mr. Pilot, have you had a chance to watch Alice in Borderland Two? I haven't even watched the first one. I don't even know what it is. It's a Netflix series. It's pretty good. Uh, I'm still. On the first sounds, I thought it was a game. It's a Netflix. It, well, series? it's it's this uh, group of guys. They get sucked into like a kind of it's kind of like squid games you have to do uh like these games to survive and extend your life it's it's pretty fun i'm on the first season still but second season just dropped uh over the christmas break i believe no oh, okay. all right no so no the answer to the question is yeah. i have not but that's interesting sounding all right what's next from j master sorry john my seattle kraken beat your toronto maple leafs last night five to one in toronto yeah that's great i mean look every team's gonna lose they're still way ahead of you uh i mean so that's good but listen for a for a first year, they're doing great. They've got the Kraken have a winning record. Uh, things are great right now in Seattle. It's a good foundation to build off. All right, what's next? From uh, CJ Rebirth, some support. And from Matuween, support as well. $10. Thank oh, you so thank much. you guys very much for that. And guys, 
That'll do it for today's installment of the John Gamby Show. Thank you so much for being here and making this show part of your day. Big special thank you to those of you guys who sent in Super Chats. Number one, because you gave us great fun things to talk about. But number two, you supported this channel as you did it. And all of us involved with the show, thank you guys so very much for your support. Don't forget, guys, about uh, two and a half hours from now at 2.30 p.m. Los Angeles time, uh, me, Chris, Ray, and my wife, and Campia is going to come in and join us today to play a little bit of Mario Party. If you want to see something that can ruin friendships real quick, yeah, it's Settlers of Catan Fuck and it's game. Mario Party. Two things that will end friendships and relationships, but come on back as we play that. And we're going to be taking your live questions as we do. So we hope you guys will come and join us for that play and chat. Also, don't forget to have a wonderful, fantastic weekend. May it be filled with relaxation and fun, whatever it is you need to recharge your batteries for another week of triumph and victory that lay ahead guys that'll do it for us for now guys so for everybody in the room the wonderful chris carr back there ray aura uh-huh. <laughs> beside him taylor gonzalez jonathan voico's out prepping stuff for our upcoming segments my name's john campia and until next time my friends bye-bye